It's the Heart of a Fighter show. Thank you for joining me. It's Johan Francis again. Guys, this is the show, if you don't know, that talks everything fitness. I tell you stories about people who've been there before. We talk about strength, motivation. We talk about overhead squats, anything to keep you active inside the gym today. I'm going to tell you a story about a guy I used to train who helped change my perspective on positivity and how that can change the way you outlook on your life. Guys, we are here. We are back. Thank you for joining us. I got a lot of positivity to spread around to you guys, and I always concern myself with positivity at this job. Right? Because training guys, men, women, anyone like yourselves involves giving you that sweet saccharine version of myself. I try not to be that super annoying person that you know. That's constantly positive for no reason. Like, hey, the sun's up. Right? I'm going to just run outside, you know, clacking my heels together and doing all this. Right? That. No one likes that dude, right? You want to bank on that guy. <laughs> I don't want to be that. But I knew a guy named Deshaun who I trained maybe like eight years ago, right? And he was the first trainee I ever met that I saw positivity take a real foothold in his life. Let me explain, okay? This dude had some demons. No judgment. No judgment. No judgment to those of us that do, those of us that don't, and those of us who don't know that we do. Because it's a very human, right? To err is human. It's a very human sentimentality to have skeletons, to have those things that make us see the world with less than a positive eye. But with him, I knew exactly what it was. He had people in his life that had been, you know, infirmed. That had passed away early. Close family members. He himself was attempting to be a father and is having trouble, right? Conceiving with his wife, which is, I can only imagine at this point in my life, one of the hardest things, right? Women. For you guys, it's infinitely difficult. But if you're like a father or a potential father and you know people who are not, they probably, like I'm in this camp, could probably never imagine the struggle, right, that goes through you trying to have a child with 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 your with your woman, with your girlfriend, your wife, whomever, right? And being unable to do it. How hard does that weigh? How heavy is that weigh on you at night? And he was going through that. And it stripped away his confidence, he told me. So you compound, combine and compound those two conundrums, right? Those two kind of life ills that he had. And he had a lot on his back. He didn't like his job. Even though he was real good at it, getting paid, you know. He was making heavy, heavy, heavy bread, right? Had full pockets had upward mobility ultimately that same 
dedication and dutiful mentality got him to where he wanted to go. And he's maybe 40 years old now. Maybe. And Deshaun was always... This dude, I used to say, he came into the gym, I'd be like, hey, how's it going? Right? And I'm not a platitude... I'm not a platitude type person. I'm a meat and potatoes guy. So... So trite greetings, I'm not big on them. <laughs> Makes it tough uh, for other people, I think, to get a hold of me and <laughs> me to impress upon them that I'm not some kind of surly asshole. But <laughs> I'm not big on um, pleasantries, I think, is the formality, formal word. Nonetheless, whenever I would say what's up to, to Sean, he would always be like, hey, what's going on, Johan? And he'd always have this inflection in his voice that at the moment was very carefree it was contagious all right know this my friends it was contagious it was contagious that little in fact that's one of the things that i remember most about deshaun i haven't seen him in like maybe four years right since 16 and that was one of the things i remember most about him was that he was his inflection on his Hellos was just <laughs> like you ain't got a care in the world in that moment. And I knew the opposite was true. And so it got me thinking like this dude must combat all the bullshit that's going on behind the scenes with positivity. Now, as I said before, this was one of those things that really played itself out as I got to know the guy. As I got to know him, I saw that positivity was his sword. Because all that extra bullshit that he had to deal with, right? Whether he created it or not. Whether it was him chain-smoking cigarettes, sometimes outside of the fucking gym. Chain-smoking cigarettes, right? Whether it was him not being able to combat, combat his own depression. Or struggling to deal with a job that was unrelenting, right? And it's scheduling, had him on call on Sundays and shit like that, right? Because this was with Amazon. He created some of these fucking issues, but the truth is, my man just could not deal. And I noticed that the only way he could was to stay positive. Well, how did it do that? Where's the nexus between positivity and you changing all that stuff you have, right? It's called countering. Me, myself, I've never been one for positive positivity in my own life. This was a really recent kind of revelation. I didn't know it, but I had a tendency at times to border either on positive for no good goddamn reason at all, which probably led to me and my career choices, and also being uh, passively a hater at times. And I actually was called that once by somebody that I would never think would say that to me once after not having seen him. And I was like, am I? This was many, many, many years ago. And, you know, you are who you are at your core. But the truth is, I've noticed that Deshaun's sword of positivity is a real thing. Okay. Counter negativity right 
So when we have that flavor of negative seasoning on everything, it affects our life. There is an idiom, right, that says, whatever gets you to bed at night. That's how you got to live your life. And facts, that's how I live my life to this day. Whatever the thing is that gets me to bed at night, I do it. And I keep away the things that keep me up. And I got to be real. I sleep great (laughs) 90% of the time. Okay? Save for the times many years, like right before I started this show, or during it too, where I was overwhelmed with working, right? And I got shit sleep for many years. I sleep good these days. Very well, right? Because I'm not overly negative. Your body, your mind will process these things. Whether you do so in the physical world, the metaphysical world will handle them. And that shit is what keeps you up at night. Right? It prevents you from healing your body. With Deshaun, with Deshaun, it could have prevented him from from successful pregnancies. Maybe it stopped maybe he was smoking too much because he was constantly negative, right? Right? We, I think you can draw a very easy through line to the, the cloud of negativity that, or the negative kind of mindset of a habitual cigarette smoker, right? Maybe you could say that's an umbrella term for people who chain smoke cigarettes. Maybe they just stay negative. Who knows? But I do know that you could draw that through line when I was smoking a lot. But with Deshaun, I noticed, again... That he was able to maybe, maybe reinforce bad aspects of his life through negativity. Maybe he had a reason, right? Watching someone close to you pass on early, that's a good enough reason to stay negative for a little bit. And no one will get mad at you. No one's crucifying you for that. For me personally, I noticed... And, or I do notice to this day that when we have this very covalent relationship with negativity, okay, right, you oftentimes forget to get a good night's sleep. You stay up too late because you don't give a shit. Your next meals at night are all fuck it meals where you decide I don't care what I'm going to eat because I botched my goals. Your workouts become fuck it workouts. Well, watching Deshaun grow, his early workouts, they were barely, barely fuck it workouts. They barely counted, but he kept at it. He kept at it. And I imagine his mental was something like this. I don't want to do this. I'm not seeing the results. I'm going to go to my coach. I'm going to see what's up and I'm going to show up. It's going to hurt like hell, but I'm going to show up again. I'll do anything to skip out on this workout, but I need my confidence to be picked up. I've never been able to lift that much, but I know I can do it. And that is going to help my confidence. Those are some of the idioms that you can tell yourself, guys. Men and women alike, right? Because confidence has always been the big thing with men. Right? It's huge with us. But women too. 
you guys, I'm sure, have your own battles with how much confidence you have, right? A big part of what's being sold to women is how you look is a direct, um, speaks directly about your level of confidence, right? As we're living in the WAP age era. No, but really, the point is, for him, it was all about getting that 300-pound-plus deadlift going because that boosted his confidence. And guess what? When I would tell him I don't want him eating keto or paleo or any of that, he would look at me real mad. He would stifle his negative comment, which kind of seeped out on occasion. Even the days where he would literally wear the fuck you shirt to training. And I would be like, okay, how are we going to get better? And he would find a way to get better. He would listen, even though he didn't want to. I could tell he didn't want to, and he did it. And over time, my man figured out how to be, to lose multiple percents of body fat, change his eating almost completely, right? Completely, right? He had medical issues in himself that prevented him from eating well. Completely changed his eating, did all that to the good, and guess what? Ended up having a family, a, a pretty sizable one. After spending many, 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 many moons not being able to. You know, and I tip my hat to him because he was able to do that to begin with. And I got to say, in the most ethereal terms, excuse me, in the least ethereal terms, and in the most physical ones, there was a direct linkage between how much this dude struggled with his health and not being able to have a kid Staying at it, being positive, and then all of a sudden he has multiple children after hitting that that stage. Now, his wife, she had a, I mean, a lot to do with it too, but wasn't no coincidence that she actually came to train with me too, you know, and that she was working at it. Probably, the positivity rubbed off on her too, because she was always kind of down in the dumps when I met her too. She was always one that struggled. Also, I could tell. So maybe it rubbed off on her because this shit goes viral, guys. Positivity does go viral. Use it. Okay? Okay? Like Deshaun did as your sword. Go in to each week thinking about positivity, countering negative clouds, self-defeatism, negative self-talk let positivity be your sword so you can change actively some of the crap that you put yourself through in your life that life puts you through i guarantee if you stay at it guys you will find the other side that's it for this week you guys stay tuned more heart of a fighter (laughs) i did it again right stay tuned This ain't the 50s, thank God. Guys, keep checking out the channel. Heart of a Fighter on Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, every single library of podcasts, we're on there. Share it. I implore you to share it. I I want you guys to run the change with me on Facebook. That's the name of my group. Join us. And go to CoachJohanCSCS.com. 
for a bunch more success stories just like this one in full video and also free classes on nutrition, food, and habit change. Until next time, you guys, stay up and be positive. Be positive that you could do better. Let's go.